Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Collector's Corner. This is our weekly gen art recap. Today is Tuesday, November 8th. We call these cornering the market. My name is P. You may know me as Aston Cloud Online. I'm joined by my great friend and co-host, Jared, who you may know as Jared underscore pause online. Jared, how are you doing today? Good, man. I, I've been able to to focus over the last 24 hours and actually get some uh, some things accomplished. So I, I'm feeling very accomplished right now, which I, I guess is a good good thing going into to Marfa. We'll both be heading out to Marfa, so I get a little bit of uh, leeway to just get loaded up later. That's right. We're, we'll get to it, but Jared and I are going to meet for the first time in two days or in three days. We're going to Marfa, Texas. We'll talk about that. There's a big Art Blocks festival there, but yeah, I, same here. The week has been crunched and it's amazing what you can get done when you have the pressure on you. So very, very excited as that for uh, for that as well and feeling the same way. And before we hop in, just a couple of house cleaning things for folks. So these are audio only episodes. We'll have them up on YouTube, throw up some great artwork. We'll have a Twitter thread recapping everything we talk about. And as usual, if you are enjoying what you are hearing here, please like and subscribe YouTube, your podcasting channel of choice. And uh, also we'll make a note here of anything that we own as we go through it. So as usual, we'll keep it short. This week, because we actually released our last, we recorded our last episode on Thursday, because of the shortened week with Marfa, we there's a little bit less. Uh, it's only been a few days since the last time, but as always, there's a ton going on, so there's plenty to talk about. Let's hop into the macro, where we always start. Really big news today. It's not exactly macroeconomic, but uh, FTX, the exchange, and Alameda Research, their trading arm, seem to be insolvent and have collapsed. So in general, I would say be careful. Uh, Bitcoin is down 10% in the last 24 hours, about 10% in the last seven days. So it all basically happened in the last 24 hours. Ethereum is down a whopping 15.5% right now, currently trading at 1330. And sorry, Bitcoin's at 18.5. So major drops uh, you know, we, we don't do a lot of art collecting on Solana, but Solana's down 23%. I know some folks get NFTs there, not a lot of gen art there yet. Uh, and Tezos is down 14% as well. So just keep all of that in mind to the extent it influences your buying. And because this was a liquidation event, things could keep getting triggered. So you might want to wait a couple days. The other thing on the horizon, the U.S. elections happen today. So we'll get the results that could move markets. And then we get the October inflation numbers on Thursday, which I got to tell you, Jared, I'd love your thoughts on all of the above, but I think that inflation is still going to be hot. And the reason I think that is because all of the companies in their Q3 earnings didn't really take a hit yet, which makes me think that they haven't really had to lower their prices yet, which makes me think people have, you know, we still have price inflation, which is what inflation means. This is not financial advice. I have no idea. Uh, all I can say is it's volatile times. So be careful when deploying your capital, whether that's into art or anything else. And you know, if you don't have to, if you don't see something you absolutely love, you might want to wait until the end of the week to deploy. 
especially since a lot of people will be at Marfa. So you may be able to find better deals. Your thoughts on the macro, Jared? Thoughts on the macros. There's lots of moving parts. Uh, I'm not smart enough to understand all of them, but uh, you know, I, I think you're onto something. You know, shipping costs are down, material costs are up, profits are getting squeezed. You know, I think the other thing that I'm I'm looking at is uh, you know, the the unemployment. You know, you're starting to see a little bit more unemployment in uh, the white collar jobs. I mean, the obvious the 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 headline right now is Twitter, but you know, there's hiring freezes by Amazon and others. So, you know, I, I think that there's a, we're on the horizon of, of potentially a tipping point. I'm not smart enough to know if that will come or not, but you know, it's, it's interesting to, to just be an observer. Um, and, you know, we've alluded, I've alluded to it, you know, the Wyckoff accumulation, you know, this correction, I think is at least something I was looking forward to the, in regarding the ETH price. So um, I'm, I'm hoping for a little bit more um, to fill up some of my bags and the funds, but you know, I'm not holding my breath either. It's a, it's a crazy place. It is. And long-term, these are great prices, but you know, a lot of people are thinking about things on shorter timelines. So we just wanted to point it out. Moving on to Ethereum based blue chip gen art, as we call it. Uh, we take a look at NFT price floor here and a lot of what we look at is on art blocks but in the last seven days we have still got actually really strong volume 72 chromie squiggle sales 56 memories of chilin 51 factura 47 bent 26 uh century an art blocks curated 25 screens i won't read them all there has just been a crazy amount of volume. All of this happened before the aforementioned drop in the Ethereum price. So we'll we'll see how that impacts everything. But volume has been really strong. I mean, it felt like our block season was back on. We got lucky with our memories call. We mentioned Bent as well. Bent has started to run. Uh yeah, I, a lot of stuff is moving. And so that's volume. Real quick, floor price changes. The largest change was actually in Mind the Gap by Mount Vitruvius. We'll talk about that coming up. Factura also up. So Mind the Gap is up 130%. Factura up 60%. Um, they're like the mid ones range, 1.5 for Mind the Gap, 1.3 for Factura. Um, and then Genesis Artblocks Curated is up 63%. A bunch are up 40% or more. Again, I won't read them all. Um, but I'll, I'll list a few in that thread. Uh, yeah, you have any thoughts on this? I mean, it does feel like art block season, although I'm I'm not sure how I'm not sure how this other stuff will impact. Uh, you know, with the price drops, how much that'll change. I'm still trying to craft my thesis right now about uh, the rotation. Is the rotation really a rotation, or is it meaning? You know, seed phrase came into into the space, and I think brought a lot of eyes and attention, and and just trying to understand if it was sustainable attention or fleeting um you know but that being said i am going to check the charts tonight i usually do that on a tuesday and wednesday so i'm not as prepared as usual but you know i i it, it feels as though some stuff was underpriced i mean just looking at the some of these top performers like screens I have to be honest, my intuition tells me that Screens has a lot of opportunity right now. Uh, it still feels underpriced to me. I'm looking at a floor of 4.33. Uh, 
Uh, full disclosure, I did just buy my first screen, so I am an owner now. But it, you know, it has a 40, 50% run up, but it still, still feels like there's a lot of people talking about it. And even in the block talk, um, after we released our podcast, there was a lot of chat about screens and, and it, it just feels like TLP, you know, Thomas Lynn Peterson, the artist has, has, has the right of, amount of attention and support from the community. So that's one that I'm really uh, looking at. Um, but overall, you know, I'm curious to see over the next four weeks if that volume can be sustained ultimately. I agree. We'll see how spooked investors are. Agree with you on screens. We'll we'll mention it. I just added it to our art to watch list as you said it because I was like, yeah, you're right. That is a, a good one. Uh, FX hash. What are you seeing here on the seven day volume? Man, I have to tell you, I'm starting to sound like a broken record. Sitting at the top is William Mappon's Dragons. I think people are starting to realize this is incredible art. The the value relative to an anti-cyclone is, uh, I think, has an asymmetric upside potential. Um, but overall, the, the volume seems up from last week. I know it felt a little depressed uh, and down last week, but it, it, it's, it seems back. I'm trying to understand the 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 distribution feels a little bit different right you got uh contrapuntos with the uh, 14,000 tes that's up substantially i think it could be a direct reflection of the the bright moments upcoming but then you have a, a couple really good drops that we'll recap here shortly um you know surprisingly not a lot of zancan you know you, you have a uh, the bug forest and and i call it kinder garden moments um, you know, sitting around 4,000 tests for the week, but overall I'd say it's up from last week, still not uh, blow off toppy, but you know, it feels like, uh, some of these new releases and old releases are getting the appropriate amount of attention. Yeah, absolutely. I think we just had a little bit of a rotation from really like very safe blue chip gen art um, is effectively art box curated. And then you started seeing some volume in the GM studio ecosystem, Factura, Mind the Gap, et cetera. And now some of that started rotating back into Tezos. Uh, I, I think, honestly, I feel like last week was more the aberration than anything else. But we're going to keep watching it. We'll see how it unfolds. Uh, glad to see some volume there and new and old collections as, as usual. So there are a few new drops um, that actually we'll talk about soon that were quite quite nice. Gen Art News. I want to start with fx hash anniversary drops so we'll post this tweet this is cool so fx hash is turning one uh, and i don't know the exact date but between november 14th and 18th uh, there will be artists releasing projects that will be priced at one tezos and they'll donate part or all of it to charity uh, this could be a really cool thing i know that rich pool is planning to do one of these i haven't had a chance to look through uh, everyone else who might be but it reminds me a little a little bit of the Herbert Frankie tributes that we had going on. And a lot of artists were making collections for that. So I think that'll be fun. We'll, we'll check that out. Next up, Marfa. Marfa, for those who are in the gen art community, because we have a very niche audience and living under a rock may not, uh, and don't know about it. It is a small town about three hour drive North of El Paso. That is really a, a center for all things art that seems to have a a really really big emergence in the community specifically with gen art because art blocks 
has a uh, headquartered uh, there in Marfa, Texas, and it's getting a lot of momentum because Derek Edwards is opening up a, a gallery there, um, and he's going to have actually an opening there. But anyways, point being, it's getting a lot of momentum. It's always had some sort of uh, attention in the traditional art space, but it's it's now emerging as a, a center. So Arblux once a year throws a open house, if you want to call it that, and for two days. People make the trek. Some of the more premier people, if you've got a private jet, can fly into the Marfa Airport. But for all the lowly plebes like P and I, we're flying into uh, to El Paso and driving up, getting lots of quality time. Uh, and, and it's just a it's a really great meeting grounds. I think they said they had 600 reservations for the the Art Blocks dinner. Uh, you know, don't expect five star dining, but from what I understand, it's just a great collection of um, collectors and artists, uh, and it's just a fun time for nerding out on gen art. So I specifically am, am looking most forward to it. I've been looking forward to it for a long, long time. And uh, not just because I get to meet P, you know, IRL for the first time, but, you know, we've got a couple of cool artists lined up to shake hands with and maybe have start discussing some big things for the pod. But you know, it's more than that. It's just about uh, connecting and networking, man. It, it, it's, if you can't tell by my enthusiasm and rambling, it's it's exciting. This place is like Mecca for artists. It's in the middle of nowhere in Texas, literally in the middle of nowhere. It's like a one road town. Artists used to live there because they couldn't live anywhere else because it's cheap. Eric Calderon Snowfro set up an art blocks gallery there. It is the home of art blocks. They call this Burning Man like, for art blocks. Last year, there was like 150 people there. It was super fun, intimate. This year, there's supposed to be 600. I think there'll be fewer. Next year is going to be crazy amounts because we think art blocks are going to blow up. So that's why we made the trek. And we're going to we're gonna do our weekly Twitter spaces from out there. We won't be able to do it tomorrow because of all this travel and whatnot, but we'll do it from out there. So that's going to be exciting. So take a look out for that. Uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing about it, anyone in the Gen Art community. Next up, Gen Art News. I want to highlight a project that's really cool. A friend of Grayler's, Tony Marinera, uh, I, I don't think that's his real name, uh, but if it is, that's awesome. So he is uh, collaborating with, and to be honest, I don't actually know Tony's exact involvement, but he has helped launch a company that's called Art Child. And Art Child is really interesting because you can, you know, there are these great artists that have these pieces that are somewhat preset, but you can pick whichever one you like. And then modify it in on their platform, and you can modify it in different ways. So we'll, we'll link to it. They I believe they currently have five. Or no, they currently have six pieces, and sales end at different times. You click into the piece you want, and you co-create and you create an edition, and then you'll get that actual print. I haven't done the process of this yet. I've seen a couple outputs, but it's a really interesting idea. So wanted to go ahead and, and highlight that. All right, that's our Gen Art news going to release recaps. First one that I want to start with, we we mentioned this last week, friendship bracelets. Uh, I believe they had just come out last week and we briefly mentioned it, but I want to bring it up again because the bracelets are going nuts. They've been 21,800 or so minted. Floor price is now 0.21. There are some whales like JDH and a few folks in Grailers who are collecting a ton of these. They think it's a great risk reward. Like, 50, 100, et cetera. And of, you know, the, the alpha here is that 
of those 21,800, 17,000 of them are unnamed. And then the remaining four or 5,000 are named. Each of those names is a palette that corresponds to someone who works at Artblocks. There's one that's called It's Another Time for Blood, which has been revealed to be Snowfroze. So, of course, it has the highest floor price at 1.8 Ether. But the named palettes is where people are collecting. Some people are collecting sets. So it, this has been fantastically well-received. There's a theoretical total of about 70,000 of these. Anybody who had art blocks in their wallet, any art blocks token in their wallet on October 26 could mint two for free. So, uh, yeah, just keep an eye on it. It's really interesting. It's and the art is actually fantastic. They have motion in all of them. Click into them, see the animation. It's it's a really fun thing, and it's still pretty cheap. 0.21 ETH right now, and it was a free mint. So, uh, yeah, in, interesting dynamics that emerge from the free mints. And uh, Jared, some people are saying that this might be a squiggle replacement. Well, I think it has a, I think from a community building perspective, I agree with that. You know, is it going to be 16 ETH? Probably not due to the supply, but I, I fully embrace that concept that it's about onboarding new people. I mean, you and I have both given away uh, a friendship bracelet to people uh, in the interest of, of the, the spirit of the project. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Real quick, the, the thing that I found interesting about this is according to, and I haven't fact-checked this, but NFT Stats made an observation that somebody accepted a wrapped ETH bid on a ringer of about 50 wrapped ETH and rotated it into 200 and something friendship bracelets. I think that's an interesting play, and it, it's just indicative of the conviction that certain people have. Um, you know, so I think that it's... Uh, it's it's interesting. Do you know if they're going to reveal all the artists behind the name palettes? Because that's going to be interesting to see the the correlation. Uh, I don't know if they're artists or if they each correspond to somebody who works at Artblock. But we, we we can check on that. Either way, it would be great to know who the name palettes correspond to, or whether they're. Yeah, I mean, that, the reason why I bring that up is I, I sent you a screenshot from Kate, who's a, uh, a curator for Artblocks, who who basically said be on the lookout for the name palettes, you know, not financial advice, but it might be worth taking a look at them. So, you know, I think that's a little bit of alpha behind the scenes, you know, to be able to say there might be something here. And, I, and that might be indicative of why somebody's rotating from ringers to to, palette, to friendship bracelets. So something to keep an eye on. And if you've got one of those rare named palette bracelets, you know, maybe you keep it and just uh, look for that asymmetric upside. Agreed. The other project we wanted to recap today is uh aquia i believe is how you say it it's a collaboration between the paper crane and rich pool which we uh, highlighted on upcoming releases it came out yesterday on monday the 7th minted the resting mint was around 60 tezos so this is an fx hash project floor is now at 188 tezos so still affordable but man they're so good i love these we were talking about this before jared you want to tell the folks how you feel about them I really enjoy this project. I think that just it's uh, an absolute, it, it's just so aesthetically pleasing to me. And it's, uh, you know, another iteration for, for this duo and the collaboration. And I just think they keep knocking it out of the park. I mean, we brought it up last week as something to to look at. And even if you're you're just looking at it, I think it minted out at 65 Tez, probably had a, an opportunity at 80 before a gas war, you know, and I mean, Great opportunity to, to double your position and get great art. I mean, 
absolutely beautiful. Yeah, they're they're complex but playful and soft at the same time. And these two had a prior collaboration called Miniscapes, and it's very much in the same vein as as Miniscapes. So, really cool art, still affordable. Really appreciate. Uh, sorry, really think that it's worth checking out. You got some other great art at great prices. You wanted to talk about Jared. Where would you like to, to start? In full disclosure, I'm an owner of both projects, but I just think that um, for uh, those who are on the lookout, there's a project called Strata. It's an art blocks factory release, and it's I'm a really really mess the name up, but it's by um, called Bjorn, and it's just a it's really simple, but it reminds me of kind of like this uh stalactite like slash cross section through mountains and the different levels. It was super well received at the release. It's had a couple run ups overall, but you know right now it's at a point three two ETH floor. Beautiful pieces, very um, organic colors, um, and I think that if you you know you're astute enough, you can probably I, I saw a couple of them. You can catch some rare ones close to the floor with people just trying to liquidate. So you know overall, I think it's a, a great piece um, and a beautiful project. The, the second is, you can kind of see a theme today, but it's called Masonry by Eric Davidson. Uh, I really enjoy these. I've, I've said that uh, it looks as though it's a tapestry to me. The coloring and palettes are absolutely beautiful. Floor price right now is 0.375 with a, a good amount between there and, and 0.5 ETH. Um, really beautiful. And to me, uh, you know, I'm, I hold these, I hold three of them. And I hold them because my belief is that when the digital screen technology catches up, these are just going to absolutely project beautifully, uh, and it would look like a, a tapestry on the wall. So, I, not financial advice. I don't know if these are going to rock it up or not in the long term, but these are just two pieces that I think uh, have a lower entry point in their beautiful projects. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, these are fantastic, and oh, that's what's so exciting about this moment in history just so much good art at, at really really affordable prices uh especially relative to where things have been in the past year so that feels great uh, i want to also highlight two uh first one is terror terror i don't even know how to say it. t-e-r-r-o-i-r sorry kelly but it's by kelly milligan who is an art box curated artist had an art box curated called Active Emotion. This they launched in April at Gen.art with our friend Adam, who's the founder of Gen.art. It's currently a 0.19 Ether floor price, 650 pieces. They're beautiful. Check them out. Really think it's uh, worth checking out. And going uh, on the theme of non-art blocks, I also want to highlight Coripo by Rich Poole. 0.36 Ether floor price. It's beautiful. It was GM Studios' first launch. And I think certainly worth checking out. Uh, really great art at great part prices. Uh, can't say more about it. It's it's really just beautiful. So check it out and, and see what you think. And I, I'm stacking them in, Jared. I'm just going to go one more real fast. You brought it up. I decided that you're right. We should talk about it. Iteration 4, or also called Different Intersections by Landlines Art. Currently a floor price of 54.5 Tezos. It's on FX hash. This was a free mint. Uh, this was uh, only reserved for everybody who had bought a set of iterations one, two, and three by Landlines Art. Floors run up. 54 Tezos is still not that high. 
these are really cool. I actually, of all the iterations, I like these the best. You and I haven't talked about this, but I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this project. Iteration one is still my favorite, but I think iteration four would be the um, the close second. The, the, the problem I have with this one is it's slightly polarizing. Like the ones I love, I love more than iteration one and the ones that I don't like, probably like less than, you know, the other iteration. So I think by and large, it's a, a really amazing output. I love the lines and the linear curvature. So, you know, for a, a 55 TAS 4, I mean, it, it's good art with Tez price crashing today. I mean, you know, 70, 80 bucks. It, it's a, you know, and the thing I've liked about this is landlines through their extracurricular activities account and the landlines art account on Tez. They're rewarding the holders, man. It's pretty cool. I hold one of each at least iteration and I got to mint one for free. So, I mean, I hate to say it, not that it's free money, but I mean, nobody had to pay for this. It's just really cool that uh, they're rewarding the holders. So, you know, there's a play long-term there too, if you believe that they're going to continue to release these iterations. And since you brought up one last, I'm going to do one more because, uh, you know, I have an absolute fascination for Studio Yorktown. Um, my my Tesseract collection is is off the charts, and I think that there's a really little known uh, project that they did for async uh, called Composition, and these are just really really good pieces of art in my opinion, um, and I think that you can uh, you know find them for you know like 0 0.2 0 0.3 ETH for some really good ones, and you know to get a Studio Yorktown piece on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, that is like very beautiful. I mean, it's a no, no brainer to me. hundred percent. Next up, exciting upcoming drops. We mentioned this last week. I'm going to touch on it very, very briefly. It's called light years by Dmitry Cherniak. A really interesting project. Check out the project details, but it's going to be a hundred NFT artworks. It's a Dutch auction that starts at 70 Ether, drops 0.2 Ether every 12 seconds, resting at 10. This is not a rebate. Whatever you decide to pull the trigger, that is what you will pay. It's going to happen Thursday, December 1st at 10 a.m. Pacific. And there's something where essentially if you buy it earlier, you will get your physical sooner. That's the best that I can kind of tell from here. And then it says that people who are in the first 30 will get a, a unique uh process quote process nft from dimitri so uh, oh and uh, you know the other thing i wanted to highlight about this is actually really cool jared is so they said that there's an optional white glove service that allows collectors without crypto wallets to participate so that's actually pretty nice and it's good for them onboarding other folks you know most people listening to this are probably not going to be able to afford this I, I certainly can't it's just one of those things where i think that it's it's really aiming for the high end but Cool to take a look at. Cool to see that innovation for sure. So wanted that to highlight that to folks. And the thing about it that I that that draws me in is it's a departure from you know the, the I'll call it the ringers or whatever that maybe Dimitri's more familiar with or familiarly known for. Uh, and it's it's a really it's been really fun to watch the journey. And anybody who hasn't seen it, go on Twitter, watch the videos, uh, check it out because it's, it's been fun to see his passion for this. And it, it just it. In my opinion, it shows the the dynamic approach that is everything, Dimitri. Uh, I'll I'll go a uh, kind of rapid fire on these. There's four or three upcoming releases on Tezos that will be dropping within the next 24 to 48 hours. 
the first one, uh, again, keeping the Eric Davidson theme alive is departure or within shattered windmills. It's, uh, you know, similar to masonry. It's got some of the same textures in there. But the thing I really like about it right now is it's got a, it's an additional 400, but it has a mint price of two Tez. So I was just saying, hey, what a deal uh, a masonry was at 0.3, 0 0.4 Tez, but now, two, or sorry, ETH, but now this is two Tez. I mean, you know, it gives you a, a lot of opportunity to, to get exposure to an artist for relatively uh, low entry point. The second one that's coming up that I'm super excited about, I think the outputs actually look really, really beautiful, is one called Royal, R-O-I-L, by Killed by a Pixel. You know, it'll be a, a Dutch auction starting at 33 and resting at 11, changing every 10 minutes. Uh, it's a set of 222. I could definitely see myself uh, picking up a few of these. I think it's just from the one output that's shown on it, it's just got a beautiful, beautiful, uh, almost watercolor-esque approach to the coloration of things. It, it, it's, I, I really like it. And the last one is uh, a project called Corrosive. It's a, col a collaboration by Morbeck and Admortem Festininess. And again, just one, uh, one output shown. I, I don't know either of these two artists, but I just thought it was something bright, airy, and something vibrant that could uh, could hit people's radars and have an opportunity. Again, Dutch auction starting at nine Tez, resting at five, uh, with a decrease every five minutes. So, uh, you know, pretty attractive price points. And if you're apt to check the marketplace, there could be some collectability and flippability opportunities here. Fantastic. I haven't even seen all these, so I can't wait to take a look at those. And apologies for some of the background noise. My my dog is unhappy with something, but we we will power through. We are almost there. Our next section, artists to highlight. First, I want to highlight is Tony Wallstrom. We'll link to their object page. Just really interesting art that caught my eye. Don't believe it's generative, but it is quite nice and uh, sort of like this mix of abstract and... Uh, almost like impressionist. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but it, it looks unique and, and I like it. So we'll go ahead and link you to Tony's page and their Twitter in the show notes. Jared, you wanted to highlight your, your girl. Yeah. Alita soon. Uh, I think she's an amazing artist. Um, I still feel she's from a, she actually, you know, Eric uh, Snowfro reached out to her for her projection mapping skill set. She's an incredible artist for projection mapping. Uh, very accomplished in that space. I've had the privilege of meeting her at the Proof Meetup in NFT NYC. Super, super dynamic individual. I just think that um, the NFT space hasn't caught up with potentially her her skill set in real life. But I mean, an amazing artist. She has an Artblocks curated project that is a uh, Glitch Crystal Monsters. It had a recent run-up, but still about 0.75 ETH-ish entry point. So, in a beautiful, beautiful project. If you you set the animation into into it, and then she also has a uh, proof grails. She had a, a piece. It was the most highly minted piece. So, you know, I, I think that uh, a very talented artist, lots of um, incredible potential, and in, in the projects she's putting out there is just absolutely stunning. So, 
you know, I feel like uh, she hasn't maybe gotten her her spot in the sun for this uh, art blocks curated rip upwards. So, not saying it will happen, but just something to keep uh, a pulse on because early early art blocks curated project that there could be some uh, a narrative there that's that works well in the long term. Fantastic. Let's go on to art to watch. Yeah. Yeah, this is one that uh, I've been, I was an early fan of, and it is something that, it's a it's an artist from Bright Moments, and it's Marcelo in his art blog, Curated Drop of Entre Tiempos. I've always noticed this one has, I think it's amazing art. I just love how it comes together. It's incredibly complex from a, a rarity perspective. However, you know, you're seeing all of the, the the action with uh, what I, we, we spoke about it early contrapuntos having a, a good run-up leading into bright moments i just feel like the uh entry tiempos hasn't had its uh day to run lately or it's not at least following in the footsteps of some of the fx hash work and i think it's stunning stunning artwork something i'm keeping my eye on uh, especially if somebody in these times tries to unload a beautiful one close to the floor Absolutely. I, I agree. It's surprising, but that's when we talk about art to watch, we think about, okay, well, what what seems to have been left out, <laughs> especially when, when things have been running up. In full disclosure, I'm an owner of Enter Tiempos. I, I love it. I love like what Marcelo does in general. Like his art's beautiful. And this is one that like it's it's incredibly dynamic. And I just I see it in a lot of collectors' um wallets and it just it hasn't ran up like everything else. And it's just something I'm watching. Yeah. And uh, I forgot one artist to highlight, Jared. So I'm going to go back really quickly. Ipsketch, who did the Artblocks curated bent. We highlighted that last week and has a ton of work on FX hash. So we're going to link to their FX hash page. But I believe his name is Jeff. Really interesting artist. And uh, we're hopefully going to meet him in Marfa. So that would be really exciting. But yeah. Take a look at his stuff. A lot of it is really, really well priced. And remember, this is an Artbox curated generative artist. This is a, a very, very talented artist. And so we're, you know, we think you like some of their stuff. And I'm going to round it out with some rapid fire art to watch. The first that I want to highlight is all of the GM Studio or GM Studio dot uh, art drops. That is their website. We'll link to it. There are four collections: Catharsis. Factura, Caripo, Plasticity, and Mind the Gap. They're all beautiful. Take a look at them. I won't go through all of them, but why am I highlighting this? Danny, aka Seed Phrase, swept something like 15 to 20 GM DAO tokens, which this is a fully DAO run studio. Really interesting. They have blind curation. Jared and I have been big fans. Uh, full disclosure, uh, we own a bunch of the stuff from their collection. I own a lot of Factura. Uh, I know Jared owns Plasticity and, and potentially a few others. So uh, we, we certainly have been fans for a while, but keep an eye on that. Uh, you know, There's a lot of movement in those collections. Uh, so definitely worth keeping an eye on. The second one to highlight, or the third, I should say, the second of mine is Dragons by William Mapon. Uh, there's, there's been some movement. The floor in the last week has gone from about 3,000 3, Tezos to 4,500. This is something interesting, Jared, I wanted to mention to you. The highest second sale is still 5,555 Tezos. 
that was the case even when the floor was like 2000 tezos and i'm i'm watching this now and i'm curious to hear your thoughts but it feels like almost like when you see charts and uh, volatility drops right before a breakout it feels like that's what's going to happen here but obviously the highest sale can't drop right that that's fixed it can only go up i think that this is going to break out and we might see a big sale or two coming up soon my intuition tells me that there's a, a a good run coming for dragons. There's been a lot of like nibbling at the floor, you know, a couple sales a week, but man, I don't know if it's just my Twitter feed or whatever, but everybody seems to be talking about Mapon. Everybody seems to be enthralled with dragons. It feels as though that there's um, a potential for rotation into the project. It just, I agree with you. It Something feels like coiled up and ready to go and, and ready to release some of that pent up energy. Yeah, and I think on FX hash in general as well. So last two. First one is Primitives by Aranda slash Lash. We uh, mentioned this as it came out. It was one of the last art blocks curated in Series 8. Really, really interesting stuff here. So take a look at that. The floor is currently at 1.8 Ether. There were some purchases in this recent liquidity run-up. Got as high as 2.6. Uh, well, some of the sales got as high as 2.6, but... The way that people have talked about this one, I think that there could be more. And again, apologies for my dog. I, I, I got to run soon, Jared. So let's do this last and real fast. Screens by Thomas Lynn Peterson. The floor is now 4.33. Um, full disclosure, we both own uh, one of these, or maybe Jared has more, but we both own these. Do not own any primitives, the one I just mentioned. But screens, it just still feels undervalued. You can't say more than that. It just feels like there's more to go. I don't have a lot of analysis. It's just a gut feeling. Obviously, not financial advice. Be careful when you purchase, but uh, that's another one I wanted to highlight. Yeah, the, the floor and screens feels a little bit thick, honestly. So I wouldn't expect a, an absolute run up anytime soon, but I mean, it already had a 30%, 40% run up in the last seven days. So, you know, it, it, it's, I still feel it's undervalued and something to watch. There's great pieces being listed close to the floor. I mean, this is, it's a no brainer. TLP has a great community, friend of the podcast. Uh, check it out. Uh, the podcast we did on screens with Thomas Lynn Peterson, awesome dude, awesome collector. This this just seems to have all of the collector's attention. I'm waiting for its uh, day in the sun. The reason why, to me, it feels like something to watch is in my mind, based on the quality and the artist and all of our evaluation framework, this is in the same category as Memories and Meridian and Anticyclone in my mind, but it's not valued there yet. Could be wrong, of course, but that's just the sentiment. So we'll see how it plays out. And with that, that is our episode. Thank you, Jared, for showing up, doing the research. Always appreciate you having, always appreciate chatting with you here. Thanks to all of our listeners. Please uh, like, subscribe, comment, let us know what you're thinking. We work hard on these. So love to get your feedback and continue to improve for you. We are at Collectors underscore XYZ on Twitter, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice, like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have, so please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. Thank you.
The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.